0: need to get some non-reflective anime villain glasses
1: no they need to be more reflective
0: so it's just white
1: (laughs) that's right here at hack the dino we're discussing anime villain glasses who's your favorite anime villain anto my favorite anime villain that's yes half call um do you know who mine is who all you goddamn weebs we're hack the dino this is our gaming (laughs) cast here at uh, uh where we discuss the past present and future of goddamn weebs anto what do you hate about weebs
0: uh, the fact that they're all like, oh, are you even Japanese, bro? When they've never been to Japan and they just like anime women. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Jazz, you're here as well. Mm-hmm. What do you not like about weebs? I don't know what weebs are. Oh, they're oh, the no. worst. They have three heads and, like, yeah. uh, and, and, and have large tails that they use to cling on trees. And they can't go anywhere foreign without subtitles. And they, do you know what the worst thing is? The worst thing is that they they don't like you, you specifically. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, awful, awful people. <laughs> but we don't That's enough about weebs. Here at Hack the Tino, we talk about uh, video games and other video game paraphernalia. Anto, what would you say is your favourite game of all time? Oh,
0: I mean, anyone who has been listening to this for a while knows that my favourite game of all time is Final Fantasy. God,
1: enough! <laughs> enough, I say! As I yell to the chandelier that's above me <laughs> you, th- you think I'm lying there is actually a chandelier yeah, here. we live in a 1970s nunna's house um, enough of Final Fantasy no more tonight Anto I challenge you to not talk about Final Fantasy alright well do you want me to
0: talk about 10 RPGs that aren't Final Fantasy but I think great... I, I don't think you can I reckon I can no, you I'll reckon you can I'll prove it you, to you bring it? Yeah, I'll you bring, bring you're bringing it all. Yep.
1: You're bringing all that fire, all that oh, yeah. flame and you are casting it into a sword that you're going to smack me across the face with your buster sword, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Well, was I a probably
0: couldn't lift a buster sword, but yeah. Who can? Like that thing's ridiculous. No one in real life no. realistically.
1: And how does how does Cloud like swing around with that? Don't answer it. You can't talk about Final Fantasy. Yeah, don't yeah. don't answer it. Don't answer it. You you'll lose the challenge already. You'll lose the challenge already. <laughs> Jasmine Yes. Do you like Buster Swords?
2: Again, I don't know what they are. Do you like
1: Buster Keaton?
2: Um,
1: Come on, it's Buster I'm Keaton.
2: I'm guilty of not really being that familiar
1: with Buster Keaton. Do you sword. like Buster Rhymes? Yeah, I do. Yeah, cool. There you go. Him, but in sword form. Yeah, it's it's if Buster Rhymes was a sword, okay. spit mad beats at your face and defeat your enemies. Sounds good. What are we doing? What are we doing?
2: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm looking up dot markers on the Kmart website.
1: Uh, Anto. Hello. This year, hello. much like last year, we are partaking in, in the retro challenge, but with the oh. twist, we are. The oh, $20... Yeah. The $20 (laughs) retro challenge is back on again. However, we haven't started yet because uh, life is getting in the way and all the dinos are very busy.
0: I'm pretty sure every message you've sent asking us to do like a start to the retro challenge, we've all been like, yeah, sorry, I'm sleeping or I'm dead or.
1: So this (laughs) Sunday, as we record this, this Sunday. Uh, Floppy and I are going out to start it. Oh, okay. So I think what we'll do is I'll get the money to you and Brayden and you can film your start yeah. and we will go from there. But the $20 Retro Challenge, for those of you who aren't aware, we start the year with $20. We can buy anything from the year 2009 and before because it's 15 years. So it's De- 2009
2: this year. 2009 this Sick. year because
1: we've gone forward a year. So anything from 2009 and before – classifies as retro. And we can use that $20 to buy as many items as we want and uh, sell them and resell and trade. And by the end of the year, we have one item. One item this year.
0: Yes, for those familiar, Ben rocked up to the live show, which is where we revealed all of our stuff, with, I think it was three or four different things. might even have been more than
1: that. It was was close to ten.
0: Exactly. (laughs) But the big ones were obviously... Chrono Trigger? Chrono Trigger, uh, for those who have seen the Instagram post, there's a GameCube kiosk in his game room. Uh, I can't remember what the other big things were, but I'm pretty sure you got some turtle stuff. You yep. got some like, other oh, toy-based it things. It was insane. You so, just had a heck of a run. You could have started a business doing where <laughs> you, you were going.
1: I ended up, uh, I think we worked it out, it was almost $3,500 for my initial $20 uh, with the stuff that I bought. Uh, but nice. what we're doing this year, we will end in November with one item from that initial $20. We will put it to an audience vote like we did last year, but unlike last year, this retro challenge is for charity. Yes. So I believe Floppy wanted to do it with for Beyond Blue. What we are going to do is, at the end of the year, we will present our items. The Dino fans and uh, all those listening and watching consuming us will vote on who wins. We'll have a celebration for whoever wins. Then we will take those items, put them up for auction, and that money will be denoted to Beyond Blue. Yep. so the retro challenge for charity is coming at you this year. We're looking very f- much forward to partaking in it, and I am going to not go crazy this year. Do we have plans
0: mm-hmm. in even the in uh, preliminary planning stages mm-hmm.
1: for a live show for this? I actually got contacted by.
2: Yeah, did people like the live show? People love like the, the the
1: people who. Um, how i like had the place where we had the live show the flip side bar messaged me the other day and goes hey man you you can't do another
0: live show i mean look if they're down we're down right
1: it's so much work i don't think you realize how much work it goes into <laughs> a live show and it was all me
0: i mean look if we do it and you give me a date i'll get the time off
2: but people in the chat did you guys like it did you like having a live show
0: I uh, thought it was good fun. It was. It was we good fun. It was pretty fun destroying the Final Fantasy a bar <laughs> quiz.
2: That has video game things. It was, machines, it was good. etc. It was good. With like they had cool like what are they called churros? They had churros there. They had burgers. Oh, they had they a had great, great menu. Things.
1: Like the
0: food they had was great. And yeah.
1: video games.
2: Food. Oh, see, one of them was already well, They're already saying they couldn't make it, so they probably came. To, to go Yeah, Afronic's
1: gonna make it, but um, Alex did look very fetching. We, we are Maybe robots.
0: Maybe we'll gauge it off of interest in the Discord again throughout the year and make a plan.
1: Maybe we'll gauge it over if I can muscle up the energy to put three months' worth of work into getting it up and going. What about
2: a live Q and A for you guys? Oh,
0: that'd be yeah. si- I'd be I'd be I'd be down to do a Q and A. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I've I've got a question for you, Anto. Hello. What are ten RPGs that aren't Final Fantasy?
0: I think I've got eight of the ten on the on the table. Oh well, tell me about it. So funny that. Uh, so quick disclaimer. Um, obviously, time is a factor here. We run till nine PM Australian mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Uh, South Australian time. Uh, so I'm not going to go too into detail, even though I've written a bunch of stuff for each one on my list.
1: We've still got a quiz to start. You we need still to, have start a quiz getting to start it now. Oh line. Jesus, are we do. Oh, the quiz by the again? way, yeah, yeah, we're doing the quiz again. Do you know who won last year? No, Dan. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Because you gave him like 400 points. Uh, It was 500. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've got a list of 10 RPGs that are not uh, Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. that I'm going to talk a little bit about each one. Um, They don't really have an order as far as the list is concerned. It's just 10 that I could think of. Um, I've played all of them. Uh, So yeah, again, no particular order. I could probably rank them if I wanted to, but I'm not going to here. Sweet. So to start with, um, the first one. And one of the only ones we don't have a copy of on the table because it's mm-hmm. quite hard to find and I believe it only got a PC release is the original Fallout. Oh! Uh, so this came out in 1997. Uh, fantastic year for video games. Uh, also released like Spyro Dragon, Final Fantasy 7. Those are the only ones I care about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, Fallout to most people's memory uh, is a first slash third person shooter now. Um, Fallout 3 changed the formula up a little bit. New Vegas is considered sort of the cult classic of the series. Um, These were top-down isometric sort of RPGs that were a lot slower paced. Um, You know, as you can see on screen, if you're paying attention to the live show, but for those who aren't, um, you've got like a little command bar along the bottom, very similar to how uh, the original Diablo and Diablo 2 looked. Um, your health gauge or your points and stuff uh, your chat log and sort of action log is there Um, combat was turn based 100% you get into a fight with something could be a wait 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 an um... RPG
1: that was turn based combat
0: I know right what I mean RPGs don't have to be turn based now but you know you're throwing me off anyway Um, it was all quite slow paced you used action points which in the modern games you use uh, for the VATS variable assisted targeting system I think it stands for um, which is where sort of this flows back into. Um, yeah, it's just it's a weird experience, but also story-wise, just fantastic. All post-apocalyptic nuclear survival kind of setting. Um, I can't remember if it's Fallout 1 or 2, where you have to find something called the GEC, which is like the Gaia Earth Creation Kit or something, Garden of Eden Creation Kit, I think it's called, um, where effectively you just have to rebuild the world. Um, it's a machine that is effectively a deus ex machina and restores nature to its normal state and balance and fixes all the nuclear radiation somehow. I'm not quite sure how the tech works because it's set in like 1950s America. But yeah, either way, great RPG if you like sort of like post-apocalyptic future sci-fi stuff. Um, If you're not really into high fantasy, um, I think the only place you can really get this now is on GOG. So goodoldgames.com might exist on Steam, but pirating is probably your best bet. Not that we recommend doing that. But we I recommend, recommend doing that. that. Uh, if purchasing isn't pirate fine, games, is not stealing. Um. Anyway, uh, next one on the list is you s- should
1: pirate this game too. What? Yep.
0: Oh, uh, the next game. Yes. You want, you want people to pirate this one? Okay. Yes. You could, or you could get it for fifteen dollars on PlayStation Network. Um, next one is Star Ocean Three: Till the End of Time. Uh, I'm going to spoil this one, so anyone who doesn't want to hear the story spoiler just mute for a few seconds uh it's the third entry in a long-running series by who are they called tri ace now owned by square enix so not final fantasy but still square um sort of semi futuristic again uh except you start in a futuristic space on a spaceship and somehow get warped back like 400 years into the past or into like a pseudo medieval setting uh but the big plot twist Sorry, people got on mute, so I'm just... Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> doing Sign <laughs> the, language. The big plot twist, and Ben's reaction to this in sign language is going to be great, is that you're actually in a video game. <laughs> so the main character is actually the protagonist in a video game within a video game. It's a weird concept to wrap your head around, um, but this is one of the first RPGs I played where damage started getting into the like hundreds of thousands and millions as far as hp totals was concerned (laughs) jesus yeah so it's a little nuts um it's got real-time action combat instead of turn-based um Mm -hmm. all happens on a a sort of 2d plane but you move left and right dodge attacks in real time all of your button presses correspond to different things whether it be spells physical attacks guarding whatever um this is like square enix's answer i guess uh to the tales of series so anyone who's familiar with tales of and wants like a less i mean not less anime because it's just 3d models instead of actual anime artwork less anime looking but still likes their anime storylines uh get into it this is great
1: anyone likes gamecube graphics got you sorted yeah
0: yeah exactly gamecube graphics i like gamecube graphics yeah nintendo 64 (laughs) uh next on the list Bum. And we'll talk more about this one as well. Bum, bum, There's a few bum, on here bum. that I've picked that because I like them, but Ben is the expert. Uh, Zelda 2, Adventure of Link.
1: This game's really hard. It is very difficult, which is
0: probably why it sort of resonates with me a little bit.
1: This is only one of oh, so I guess three Zelda games I haven't finished now. Okay. What are the so, other two? Uh, so Zelda 2, Adventure yep. of Link. It is Skyward Sword because it was boring. Yep, and cool. Tears of the Kingdom because I haven't done it yet. Fair, so there you go. So we're not counting the CDI games, <laughs> and those ones. Oh, look, I promise, if I ever have them and a working uh, CDI player, I will finish it. But Zelda Two, it, it, it is an RPG. People say it's hard, just because they played it wrong. You like, you need to grind at the start. Yeah. Once you grind at the start and you build up your skill tree,
0: you get your XPs and your HPs and your MPs. So and you're
1: all good. Unlike other Zelda games, the save states. Not that readily available, nope. and more often than not, you'll be booted right back to the start of the game, no matter yeah. where you are. It is a hard one.
0: It's very challenging.
1: Um, but, you know, it's cool. It's a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive. This is expensive to own. It's, um, it's part of my collection. I like it. It's also,
0: fan. correct me if I'm wrong, it's also one of the only, I mean, not only, it's one of the few direct sequels to another game in the series, if I'm right. So this follows on directly from the first Zelda game.
1: Uh, Ganon's been yes. murdered, Zelda's put yes, to sleep. Yes, because it's a, a wizard. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I think the other ones are like Majora's Mask and Ocarina, and then you've got the Oracle games, which sort of flow into one another a bit weirdly.
1: You also technically have um, Legend of Zelda for the Super Nintendo, Link to the Past, yep. which flows into... Wind-waken? Nope. Nope, nope. Which that flows into... Link Between Worlds? Yes, but also Link's Awakening.
0: That's true. Yeah, Link mm. leaves on a ship, gets correct knocked out, and has a dream.
1: Yep, <laughs> that that's all it is. It was all a dream.
0: Yeah, but um, if you like challenging stuff, um, and the original sort of Zelda title doesn't do it for you, this is a good place to sort of maybe try again. Especially if you haven't tried the more modern ones. Um, just be prepared to get very bite stuck. your controller a lot. Bite your controller a lot. Yeah, do a Dylan.
1: Mm. <laughs> What's next?
0: Uh, next on the list. Uh, so this is one of my personal. Favorite GameCube games ever. Uh, uh, game Tales, Boy Dad's as well. Tales of Symphonia. Um, what you're seeing on screen That's is, a remake, right? I believe footage from a PlayStation 3 re release. Um, it's had a few versions. Came out on GameCube originally, which is still to date the best version, in my opinion. And rather pricey? Uh, anywhere from sort of $60 to $80 now. Oh, no, that's really not, that not bad. bad. That's not bad at all. It's like the cost of a modern video game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. <sighs> How to describe it like this was probably the first RPG I played on the Gamecube because there weren't a huge amount uh, I think there was this Skies of Arcadia Legends Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2 were remade and put on here um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Bait and Kytos and a few others like, there was there's a few on there literally a handful um, but yeah real-time combat um, the combat system unique in the fact that depending on how you play uh, the abilities and skills your characters learn will be different So if Ben and I were to pick this game up and play it independently, Lloyd, as the main character, could learn a bunch of different abilities based on Ben's playstyle. if he was particularly aggressive uh, versus defensive or using items and that kind of thing. So quite complex. Um, You can get through the game just by sort of going in, hammering the attack button and using the same special if you really want to. Uh, But it's really rewarding to get into it and just flow combos together because the way combat impacts the other parts of the game is really interesting as well. Um, if you get for example a 50 hit combo you earn titles for your characters that are just a menu option that give you boosted stats so you can get you know 50 hits in a combo in battle will give you a title that gives you a plus five to your attack stat so it's worth going in and experimenting and doing different things but the coolest thing about this in my opinion is two discs Similar to uh, Twin Snakes, and I think there were like one or two other games like Resident Evil 4 that had two discs as well.
1: Well, you know what I say about that. You're pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Um, it's also four player. So, you know, not the overworld, because I can imagine, you know, you trying to play an RPG with three other people and move one character around an overworld wouldn't go well. Um, you like to be in control, that's what I'm saying. What? <laughs> um, but yeah. Jazz,
1: do I like being in control?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a quiet <laughs> mm, yes <laughs> um, but yeah combat four players so it gets a bit crazy uh, four independently controlled like real time combat movement players gets a little nuts especially if you have like three casters because you know you'll be sat there trying to wail on the enemy with two swords and then all of a sudden meteors are raining down from the sky and you don't get to do any damage it's a good time thanks Dan mm. <laughs> Mr. A-Game. Mr.
1: A-Game's in the chat. Hi, Mr. A-Game. Hey. It's Mr. A-Game, everyone. Uh, Go say hi to Mr. A-Game. We're going to get Mr. A-Game back on the show this year, I think. I think we need to.
0: Weren't you and Mr. A-Game both in the news recently? We were. (laughs)
1: Mr. A-Game and I were both in the news talking about our old news topic game show. Hey. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I I forgot to tell you. Sorry, I was in the paper. We'll elaborate more on this in a little bit.
0: (laughs) Um, So yeah, Tales of Symphonia. If you like... Anime-style RPGs with action combat and you want to be able to play them with other people, Mm -hmm. best one to pick up. Um, It's probably a 60 to 80 hour game as far as story is concerned. Story is really good. Um, Moving on, it's the best one in the series, personally.
1: And just sending out best wishes to Mr. A-Game who uh, is currently in bed with the ick. He's got the old bad C-word and... uh, all the best to you, Mr. A-Game. Hope you get better soon. You should uh, head on over and send your well wishes to Mr. A-Game yes. because he's a wonderful person. Wonderful person who loves everyone and doesn't deserve it. He's got the spice. Yes. What else is spicy? Spicy. Uh,
0: next one is PS1 RPG called Vagrant Story. Ooh. Um, so it's a Kind of complicated one to explain, and I will not do my best to explain. <laughs> oh, good. We're just going to talk some stuff. Again,
1: we're looking at the GameCube slash Nintendo 64 graphics, which I am here for. Look how good this looks.
0: Yeah, like this was a, a late PS1 game. Um, so it shares its settings, like its world setting, with Final Fantasy Tactics, um, which conversely shares its world setting with Final Fantasy twelve and is parts it, of is fourteen. Is it
2: very because of YouTube? Is that what... What sorry? sorry, Jess? The, just the resolution on YouTube?
0: Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what that's the game fine. looks that's like, Jaz. I was like, are
1: you, are you
2: sure?
1: Welcome yeah. to the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, uh, it shares a setting with a few other things, mostly because uh, the director and producer was the guy who made Final Fantasy Tactics and was involved in 12 quite heavily. mm mm-hmm. um, As you can see, the combat is quite detailed. So you go into combat, you've got like a targeting, I guess bubble is the best way to put it, around your player character. Like a hitbox? Yeah, so that big sphere grid that's appearing um, is showing the range that you have to attack and what can influence you and do damage to you in that sphere. Um, You can target specific body parts. There's a sort of loose uh, physics system. So um, if you've got an enemy that's about to fire an, an arrow at you, for example... If you move your character behind a pillar, it's deflected. It's not one of those games like, where it just sort of happens.
1: That is big back in the day. Like we're talking late 90s, early yeah. 2000s here. That was huge yeah. back in those times because usually, no, if you were getting fired, you were getting fired. You didn't yeah. have the chance to duck behind. It wasn't like Breath of the Wild nowadays where you could duck behind and gather up sh- uh, gather up uh, items. Yeah. Um, huge advance. Yeah. And uh, you, you all owe games like this your... Uh, attention at least yes, whether that it's
0: too. you know just a cursory look or investigation or a playthrough um,
1: do we have to pirate this one or is this an expensive one
0: so it is available through i think if it's even still accessible the playstation store on ps3 psp and vita but i'm pretty sure they've closed. yeah now. i think that shut down yeah um so unfortunately to play this now your best bet is going to be emulation um retro arc is your friend look into that Um, as far as I know as as far as like if you've got old consoles lying around at home you can very easily now mod PS1 through to 3 as well as DS's 3DS's
1: remember kids all that sort of stuff if the game isn't available
0: it's not stealing
1: it's not stealing because they're not selling it okay so you need to preserve video games preserve video games preserve their enjoyment and love, them. actually, that reminds me of a story. I um, sold a Atari 2600 yep. um, a couple of months back with a bunch of games. I just mm-hmm. didn't need it anymore, moved it on. Uh, and someone contacted me through Marketplace and wanted to purchase it. So I said, yep. And they came over and I, you know, was expecting someone who was of age, you know, someone slightly older than me. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Turned
0: out to be 21
1: Yep, 20 year old kid <laughs> oh, geez. 20 year old kid rocks up And I went, wow, that is great And he goes, yeah, yeah I've just never played one And I said, well, have you got the CRT, the up? Yeah, I know all about it That's it awesome Yeah, yeah, yeah it was great it.
0: Honestly, like, it it can be challenging to get into older stuff Especially if you grew up on, you know, like the GameCube or later Like if you grew up on that generation of systems
1: uh, When my daughter used to play games a lot I sat down and she used to love Mario Kart yeah. on the Switch. That was her thing, Mario Kart and, and Animal Crossing. Uh, sat down to play the original Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo I with her. I don't know, Mr. A-Game was going to agree with her here. Uh, she said, I can't play this game. It hurts my eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's honestly one of the biggest hurdles is the visuals are quite hard to wrap your head around. Oh, bollocks. It's great.
1: It's no, the best No,
0: seriously, if you grew up on anything later than the ps2 era it's going to be difficult to get into like the visual aspect of things
1: just not trying hard enough
0: honestly some of the games that we talk about quite frequently still hold up narratively gameplay wise just as a as a whole a lot of these games are still like pillars of the genre they're in so please 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 give some of them a try and if you need like help Figuring out how to get them, just message me on...
1: Head on over to our Discord, which you can by going to hackthedino.com, clicking the Discord button, and joining us. It's free!
0: more than happy to help people play some of these games, especially if you're less tech savvy and just need a hand. Um, But yeah, we'll move on from Vagrant Story. It's got a really in-depth combat system. Like I said, physics, (laughs) you get to plan stuff around.
1: Dylan the villain in the live chat. My niece saw me (laughs) playing Mario Kart on the SNES, and her words were, This is boring and looks like crap.
0: Dylan, your niece has no appreciation. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's move on to number five. So I'm throwing to Ben for this one. I have played it. I finished it once, but I've only finished one
1: of the endings. What storyline did you get? can't remember because <laughs> it was a while ago so originally on this version that i'm holding in my hands here 12 different endings uh with the gamecube release you can get 13 different endings because it has an anime cutscene oh uh, sorry the ds release ds ps1 release with the uh cutscenes by Akira toriyama who designed all the characters i am of course talking about chrono trigger the greatest rpg ever made bar none no excuses <laughs> um, so what we're seeing on screen here is a fan-made project that was uh, put in the kibosh in the early 2000s. Uh, fans were trying to make a 3D Chrono Trigger. Um, but this game, beautiful pixel art made by a combination of Square Enix greats. Uh, I think the composer of Final Fantasy... No, who was the composer for... Uh... Uh,
0: Nobuo did have some influence yes. on it to begin with, but the original composer that did the majority of the work isn't him. Right. I can't remember his name. Um, but he also uh, did
1: the music recently for Sea of Stars. Um, yes. You have the uh, art and character designs by uh, Akira Toriyama, who did a little uh, anime called uh, Dragon Ball Z, a little manga you may have heard of, and all the other Dragon Balls. Um, yes, production. I'm Yes, production on uh, Final Fantasy VII was actually halted so they could finish Chrono Trigger. And you were saying you were doing some research yeah. before,
0: so doing research into the the list to sort of pull up a few factoids about Chrono Trigger because you know it's not what I like to refer to as my heart game. Coda, my partner, cat like Sparky in the chat, uh, refers to Final Fantasy VII as my heart game. It's sort of what makes me me, and I think this is one of those games for Ben, um, but I came across um the fact that as ben just said chrono trigger started out as a concept or a pitch for ff7 uh which was then rejected and knocked back and the pitch that that was was split into two games which then became chrono trigger and secret of mana um and that's why if you compare a lot of the pixel art you can tell you can can tell absolutely tell this used to be the same game Yep. Um, it's just a really interesting bit of history that, like, I had absolutely no idea about till I started looking into it.
1: Uh, incidentally, Chrono Trigger now, a box like this, complete, goes for around eight to eleven hundred dollars <gasps> Australian. Um, unless you're like me That's and fancy. are in a, uh, a, a, a a flea market doing the rounds and happen to see Chrono Trigger on the DS for ten dollars, just sitting on the counter. <laughs> that was great. That happened to me during the holidays. I went uh, retro hunting, found Chrono Trigger for the DS for ten bucks. Bam! <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, Chrono Trigger 2. Um, uh, I've talked about it at length. It's probably one of the greatest RPGs ever made. The storyline, the music is amazing. Everything about it, it's a flawless, pristine, brilliant game that I draw on heavily for a yeah. lot of my creative endeavors as well. Endures, Endeavours. Uh, a lot of my creative uh, now comes from Chrono Trigger, Kaiuru, uh, or Frog. I, I just fell in love with uh, the character of Marl absolutely blown away um, there was a twist in there that I didn't see coming one that I think is probably the first time I was always moved to tears when this twist happened and just didn't see it coming and was just left flawless um, famously first RPG I ever played didn't know you could upgrade anything yeah
0: pretty sure you went through the entire game with this equipment correct I did the whole
1: <laughs> the final battle with Lavos took me over three hours
0: Ben is the origin point of challenge runs <laughs>
1: Only because I had no idea you could upgrade. So that's why this game was so hard. And I remember talking to Game Boy Dad, who's in our live chat, and when they first played it, they said, how long is that? I went, oh, it's like 60 to 70 hours. Easy. And he goes, no, it's a 25 to 30 hour game, dude. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not that big. I went, like, what? Like in my head, it was... Because I played this on base level everything. Yeah. And yeah. But anyway, uh, again, you can't get it anywhere unless you have heaps of money. So unless Square Enix wants to re-release it this year go ahead and pirate yeah. it. Yeah,
0: again, give us Chrono Trio with the 2D HD graphics from Octopath. Man, I... People are going oh, mad.
1: Absolutely. I lost my mind when they released the Kiratori armor cutscenes for the He'd PlayStation sell organs one organs to get that. Yeah, yeah. Not my organs, someone else's. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll find someone and, and if they're not using it after asking politely, I'll um, sell them to... Satan! Uh, next! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: next on the list is, uh, again, quite a... Tough one to find. Uh, it's quite expensive now. Skies of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a release on the Dreamcast originally. Um, wonderful system. Again, you know, one of those systems that is quite easy to emulate and sort of experience without having to drop a bunch of money uh, and find, you know, older hardware. Um, plot-wise, uh, you play as a Vice. He's a Sky Pirate. Looks a bit blocky. Um, you literally just spend the game rocking around a bunch of different magical floating islands in an airship, hunting bounties, killing monsters, and trying to foil a plot where some empire is going to revive a bunch of ancient magic and technology to destroy the world with no other goal than just to be bad.
1: Well, you foil a plot. Yeah, right. <sighs>
0: but Eddie. that's the thing. Like the plot can be as, as sort of basic as it is, but the way the combat, music, and just characters sort of bring the rest of it up is why this is such a cool game. How
1: much does this cost? Because you said it's a quite a rare one. Now. So
0: it differs depending on the version you purchase. So if you want the Dreamcast original, you're looking at you know roughly anywhere between 80 and 190 Australian dollars. Um, a little bit less if you're looking for a UK version, but then you've got to deal with like import costs and stuff from the UK or anywhere else in Europe. Pricy. So a bit pricey. Um, realistically, you'll end up probably spending about the same um, but if you're after the sort of deluxe re-release which came out on the GameCube, Skies of Arcadia Legends, um, you're looking at anywhere between sort of like 2 to $350. Oof. Um, reason being, uh, not because it's necessarily like the superior port or anything, it was just such a low print run compared to anything else that sort of launched on the GameCube. Uh, low print so runs. That's, that's what you're mind. after.
1: Low print runs. But uh, if you can
0: get hold of it, it's... You know, perfectly serviceable. When I played it over the Dreamcast original, I didn't notice too much of a difference other than a slight bump in visual quality. Um, So yeah, if you can find this and you're willing to spend the money on it and you've got a GameCube, absolutely do it. If you want to drop the money on a Dreamcast and get the original, do it. If you want to pirate it, do that too, because it's easy.
1: (laughs) Speaking of pirates, we are running out of time. Uh, So uh, we'll speed run the last... The next three. Um, Sounds good.
0: So, number three is Grandia 2. Favorite game on the Dreamcast... Uh, excluding Sonic Adventure Two, um, there's not much to say about it other than it, product of its time. Visually, looks a
1: little blocky. Are you kidding me? This looks fantastic. It does look fantastic. Oh, I I've love got this. A lot of
0: love for it. Uh, you will probably lose your biscuits a little bit.
1: Oh, uh, I like losing biscuits. Cam Clark,
0: the yep. voice of Liquid Snake, mm-hmm. is the main character, and a random priest somewhere in the story. <laughs> really? Yep. Just put him in there. Yeah, he's, he just does the voice of the main character Ryudo, and he is the voice of like some dude in the church who does just he, eventually end up murdering.
1: Does he sound like Liquid? Oh yeah. Oh awesome. <laughs> he sounds just
0: like him. It's great. That's awesome. You can tell it's him as soon as you hear him. Um, but the reason this is one of my favorite games, just in general, comes down to the combat system. Um, so it's a turn-based system, uh, but instead of it being like you know multiple different sort of time gauges filling up. Um, Combat all happens on one timeline and you get to see uh, like a little headshot of your characters and the enemies sort of moving along this time to a point where it says act and you get to choose your action. Then there's a little bit of time before the action actually occurs uh, and things happen. So the way they built the combat system, um, there's a lot of ebb and flow. So you've got attacks and abilities that can interrupt others. Or stun enemies, all that sort of stuff. There are status effects, as typical for any RPG. But you can literally get through boss fights using abilities that cancel attacks so you can fight bosses without taking damage ever if you plan ahead far enough. It's really interesting. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, next one. Number two. Because we will move on very quickly. Um,
1: bom, bom, bom. That's Persona 5. Who cares? <laughs> bom, bom, bom. Uh,
0: Persona 4 Golden. Um, this is personally in mine and most other people's opinion, the best version of Persona 4. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, It added an extra dungeon, new social links, new abilities, uh, revamped combat. The only thing I'm going to say about this, because I really don't want to spoil it story-wise for anyone who hasn't played it, Persona 4 manages to capture the feeling of nostalgia that you would have if you had lived in a small, rural Japanese town. I wish. With a murder mystery happening at the same time. I wish. Um, it's, It's like the only game I've ever played... Where i felt nostalgia for something that I've never really experienced. That's cool. And it's it's such a weird thing to describe. Yeah. You 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 won't really know what I mean until you play this game. Um if you do, just play it on easy mode. There is no punishment for playing any kind of difficulty on persona other than for the challenge. Um and similar to what Dylan Villain in the chat has just said, I bought my PS Vita for this re-release. Fantastic. Because at the time the original was very expensive.
1: Um, and Mr. A game in the chat's asking if Joker's in this one.
0: Joker is not in this one. No. Joker is an ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Persona 4, best one of the series, in my opinion. Um, it's charming, full of whimsy, the characters are great. It has a little bit of stuff in it which could be seen as slightly iffy. Uh, one of the characters comes across a little homophobic, um, but the reason for that is because there's a cut storyline where he was actually gay and romanceable. Um, which, you know, they should have done it. Um, But yeah, fantastic game, wonderful combat, wonderful story. And again, it leaves you feeling this like nostalgia for something that really shouldn't be there. Um, So really weird. Um, Number one, Anto. Number one, Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, Is this your
1: actual number one?
0: This is my actual number one on this list. Yeah, cool. Reason being, um, I really love Kingdom Hearts. Like I've got it tattooed all over my arm. you got Sora there. Got Sora in the front. Some guy found that for you. Yeah, some guy. Some pretty found cool that guy. For me and was just like, "Hey, do you want this?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" Um, Kingdom Hearts Two is my favorite, purely for the gameplay. Um, so it's quite sort of famously, or well, infamously known as being a press X to win game. Oh, cool. Um, which on easier difficulties, absolutely, you can very comfortably get through the story in most major boss fights just by sort of. Hey, Jazz, you should play this game.
1: One. It's Disney. Yeah, it, 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 you like it. It. Yeah, it's got Disney in it. So Disney Donald. and
0: Final Fantasy. I couldn't, I couldn't do a list of it, didn't have it in somewhere. And in some Donald way. has a gun.
1: Donald does not have a gun. He has a gun in this one. It's like Power World.
0: But he can destroy planets. <laughs> I
2: like that they team up with Disney characters. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so the combat is my, like, sort of defining, like, this is what I think is great about this particular game. Um, on harder difficulties, you have to be strategic keyblade and weapon choice matters ability selection matters it it's a lot more in depth than people give it credit for because most people just play on standard which totally valid i personally just like a challenge um best version of this which is really easy to find now is the 2.5 hd remix edition
1: so the full title
0: kingdom hearts 1.5 and 2.5 hd remix final mix 0.36.
1: 0.36.
0: Fun fact, all of the numbered entries for Kingdom Hearts now total up to 13, which is all of their plot points. Wow. Really
1: um, like even the 0.65, 9.3s. Yeah, nine threes. The,
0: like, 2.8 edition and stuff. Um, so yeah, overarching Too plot. Too much matter. Overarching plot of a series, fairly complicated. Just play one and two, and you'll get a really solid, satisfying standalone story, but you can end there if you don't want to drop hundreds of dollars on stuff that you probably won't understand by the end of it um charming full of really good characters it's full of disney favorites um like me it's just a great time i can't say enough about it honestly cool it's just really great uh, that was my top 10 list of RPGs that aren't Final Fantasy. Uh, again, well done. Again, no particular order except for the first one.
1: Kind of cheated on um, Kingdom Hearts, though.
0: I didn't... Eh,
1: whatever. Yeah, you kind of cheated on Kingdom Hearts. You know but it. it. It
0: would still be solid without the Final Fantasy characters, though. That's the mm, thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, get into it. If you have any questions or want to talk, shop about any of these games... Discord. Again, Discord. Reach out to us at hackwithdunner.com. Join my Discord.
1: Join the Patreon if you want to, because that's a good time, too. It is. And it uh, enables to put us put us put on live shows. Yeah. So if you want to have a live show, head on over. Patreon.com or hackthedino.com. Yeah. To jump, just jump in the Discord. Come and have fun. Yeah. There is a Patreon-only Discord as well, the channel in there, where all the Patreons sit there and make fun of all of you who aren't Patreons.
0: Or get ribbed constantly for liking Final Fantasy VII too much. Thanks, I guys. haven't done that in a while. You haven't, but Game Boy Dad and Townsy have really picked up the mantle. <laughs> That's
1: my boys. Hey. Okay. Anto, I've got a question for you. Oh, no. Time You're ready for quiz? I am na- working on a theme for that. Okay, great. I, I, I am. So, Jazz, you ready to do a quiz? I am. Excellent. I you get to have a nibble of Ben's copy be of So I have four questions here, each with four possible multiple choice answers. I will ask the question and give you four possible answers. Whoever yells out their name first gets to answer. If they get it right, they get a point. If they don't, they... Don't get a point now that goes to the other person for a free pick. Uh, At the moment, everyone's on zero because we're starting 2024 again. We're going from scratch. So let's go. This is a chance for both of you to jump ahead before Floppy comes back and and tries to ruin everyone's fun. (laughs) Okay, so question number one. Yes. Who voiced King DDD in the Smash Brothers games? Was it A, Mahariko Sakurai? B, Ken Watanabe? C, Charles Martinet, or D, Chris Pratt? Anto. Anto? B. Ken Watanabe? Yeah. Incorrect. Dang it. (laughs) Jazz, you've got three to choose from. Who voiced King DDD? Was it Makarito Sakurai, Charles Martinet, or Chris Pratt? Jazz? The first one? The first one, Makarito Sakurai. You are correct. (laughs) Jazz oh, and who is Mahariko Sakurai
0: Anto no idea do you mean Master Hero Sakurai
1: yeah I did I read it wrong
0: okay so if you would said Master Hero Sakurai I would have guessed that no you wouldn't have Master Hero Sakurai is the creator of Kirby and of the Smash Brothers series yeah, so, there you go
1: yeah. Jazz is winning <laughs> Jazz is winning <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> okay next question comes from Michael Towns oh, no. our Patreon <laughs> producer so it's a good thing we have uh, 10 minutes left of the show because we're going to need all of it here we go WarioWare Touched for Nintendo DS had an unlockable record turntable where you could play tracks from the game and use the stylus to speed up and reverse them. Speeding up would lead to only the first split second of each line being spoken, and when Ashley's song was fastened, it led to Handheld spouting the words A Let's a Go. B DK Donkey Kong C. Hey, listen, or D, I have granted kids to hell.
0: Anto. Anto?
1: D. You are correct. <laughs> 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 um, I was just playing
0: the song in my head, and I was like, yeah, none of those other three fit.
1: <laughs> it was actually I of grand this kit so pan, and it was misheard. But still, that's cool. That's great. So Jazz is on one. Anto's on one. Next up, question from... Dylan the Villain! Dylan asks, in 2001, the Pacific Island Nation of Nui... What? I don't know. (laughs) Is this video game related? Yeah. Put characters from which popular Nintendo series on their $1 coins? Was it A, Super Mario, B, Legend of Zelda, C, Pokemon, or D, Donkey Kong? Anto. Anto? Pokemon. You are correct! Yeah! Two to one. Jazz, you, you awake there? Yep. Good, good. Good. Did you
0: just not have a clue, Jazz?
2: I'm just listening. I thought maybe Pokemon was... It's the only one I could think of. The that others are much sense, too
1: niche. <laughs> okay, here we go. Last question. Here we go, Jazz. This is the tie it up. In The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, the seagull's call was made by A. Altering Navi's hay from Ocarina of Time. B altering an elephant call, C, recording the call of a dev's pet parrot, or D, the altered voice of Shirigiru Miyamoto. Miyamoto? Thank you. (laughs) Um... Jump in if you want, Jazz. Jazz? Yeah.
2: Was it C?
1: No, it wasn't.
0: Okay. Okay, Anto.
1: (laughs) All right, Anto. A. Uh, Navi's Hey Listen. Yeah. Incorrect. Damn. It was the elephant call. Really? They altered an That's elephant insane. call to get the seagull going.
0: I <laughs> fully expected it to be either a pet parrot or they adjusted an existing sound file.
1: So at the end of that round, we have Anto on two on two, and Jazz on one. And Braden and Floppy on zero. Correct. Well, we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast. We bring you the past, present, and future of video games news, previews, and discussions. But this isn't all we do. Anto. Hello. What do you do? Uh,
0: not a whole lot outside of this. I have an Instagram that you can go and take a look at. Uh, it's final underscore fantosi. So F-A-N-T-O-S-Y.
1: Um, it's Anto and fantasy.
0: Like Yeah, it's just Anto and fantasy. It's, yeah, uh, just, easy. It's just everything you need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I literally just share my video game collection, which is mostly Final Fantasy stuff. Um, I occasionally put other things up there, too. Oh. Um, I haven't recently. I've been meaning to take like in-depth pictures of like some of the bigger purchases, but I just haven't got around to it. Uh, the most recent pickup, which is actually at the top left there, Jazz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, that one is an Advent Children era figurine of Kadaj from uh, the movie. And
1: what about those shoes there?
0: Those shoes are a Puma X Final Fantasy XIV collaboration. Um, so they've got Final Fantasy XIV symbolism and monsters and stuff all over them. That's which awesome. is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I didn't expect to run across them here because I thought they were going to be like a US release only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just randomly existing at work one day. Got a call from Floppy. He was like, "Hey, I was just in Footlocker and saw these shoes." So next day, obviously, I'm down there. Both Koda and I now have a pair of these.
1: That's awesome. Are you going to wear them?
0: I've worn them a few times. Oh, yet. wow. Awesome. Um, they are very comfortable, but I'm also very conscious of the fact that I have really wide Street Fighter-esque feet. Nice. Uh, so I kind of don't want to wear them too often because I will eventually... Just are we talking Ryu level or Bank? Ryu kind of feet. Oh, so not blanker level? <laughs> no, nah, not quite like monster Just flat. Flat and wide at the front. Yeah, right. Good for kicking, but not much Ooh, else.
1: Good. Or buoyancy. <laughs>
0: Um, and yeah like I'll occasionally share on here as well uh, trophy updates because I'm a pretty big trophy collector I like platinum in games mm-hmm. um, most recent one was Spider-Man Remastered as you can see uh, I am 92% through Dark Souls 2 at the moment nice uh, and after that's done we'll be moving on to Bloodborne
1: sweet you should stream
0: some yeah been thinking about it I PC you is should. good to go again you so. should
1: you should on Hack the Dino oh there's some Beat Saber
0: stuff up there as well I occasionally do video gamey Beat Saber-y stuff and put
1: that up there just because it's fun. Jazz! But yeah. Jazz, do you want to plug anything? Uh, no. I no? I okay. <laughs> no, nope, Jazz isn't plugging anything. Well, I'll plug. I haven't
0: done Spider-Man 2 yet, mister A-Game. I spent far too long doing Spider-Man 1 so I'm giving myself a bit of a break. Oh, that's a good idea. Because they're quite similar from what I hear.
1: mm uh, so I uh, obviously do bad game arts but I haven't uh, done anything since Christmas so we won't mention that but I have started up a new little uh, thing I've decided to get a GoPro and go out and film my retro hunting expeditions so you can see that over on Super Retro Squad uh, it's on YouTube it's on um, TikTok, TikTok. Instagram. It's Instagram yes thank you Anto Facebook uh, Super Retro it's not on Facebook <laughs> uh, Super Retro Squad do a search for that give us a like give us a sub they're, they're all good to go. But uh, yeah, it's basically me editing down video footage of just I'm walking around hunting. Yeah. And uh, Braden actually came, said to me, oh, it's actually really moorish. It's good just to put on. Uh, I'm going to try and get a little bit more chatty and a little bit more you know, uh, entertaining on it because at the moment it's just basically raw footage. Uh, but yeah, head on over to Super Retro Squad on all the things where you can check out me and friend of the show Ghost Games as we go hunting for retro video game stuff. We actually find a surprising... A lot, like it's it's pretty cool. I thought it was almost dead, but no, there's still quite a lot out there. Yeah, so you should totally check that out. Uh, I'd also like to thank our patreons. Would you like to thank the patreons? I uh, have Anto? A list in
0: front of me, so I can't do it. Okay. okay, I
1: I will say thank you to Seth, aka Sutek. I think I I'm pretty
0: sure it's Sutek, but please correct us if we're wrong.
1: Ash Knight, Karen Knight, Dylan the Villain, Triple Indie, Michael Towns, and Game Boy Dad. But please head on over to hackthedino.com. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a review. All these things help us grow. Um, I don't know who I'm talking to because the majority of people have turned off by now, which is disappointing because they won't be uh, uh, here to hear this fun fact. That's where you cut it, Jazz.